real prehistoric stegosaur skeleton and put it right in my living room as a centerpiece and not over everyone my homeless homeboys and celebrities third medical edibles bottles of moscato octopus tentacles and american cheese about to open lbs exotic petting zoo betty boo water and tropical flowers in a kitty suit panthers and bangles leopards and pterodactyls a flock of neon peacocks a spirit animal 20 pair of leather pants in every color imaginable matching feather hats because i'm so fashionable pay for my own presidential campaign janice james brown jimmy hendrix can't play we go skinny dipping in a lake of champagne anything can happen baby when i get paid Ladies and gents, welcome to Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I am Dave, and that was when I get my check by Lyrics Born. I absolutely love that song. It always gets me going. Uh, So welcome again to Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. If you listened last week, you know uh, Ralph is going to take tonight off. Um, He's got a few days off of teaching, probably getting turned up. A uh, little wasty pants, little drunky pants. Um, he probably would let some uh, some bad words fly. So it's just going to be me. Um, however, uh, to uh, piggyback off of him being drunky pants, I am a couple bourbons in uh, to my evening. It's Wednesday night, uh, the 18th of October. Uh, I am... A few uh, Woodford Reserve Double Oaks in, uh, by the by. And uh, we're out in the garage. I've got a CAO Flathead 642 that I'm smoking. Um, good time. It's going to be a great time. So, yeah, listen, last week, Ralph's taking the night off. Uh, but if you've never listened to our, uh, what do we call it, little podcast that could buckle up, Buttercup, you're in for a treat. So uh, strap in, friends. It's going to be a a fun ride through uh, all things fantasy, football. You know what we always say. Mama, don't let your babies grow up to be podcasters. And they'll give anyone a podcast. Um, So I've got a a ton of stuff to cram into your little ear holes. So get your Q-tips ready. You know that's who sponsors are. Our uh, podcast is uh, the lovely folks at Q-Tip. Um, so I'm going to massage your ear holes with some fantasy football goodness. we got a lot, or we, I rather, have got a lot to uh, unwrap, uh, a lot to unpack. And gold darn it, i got a lot of stuff to say about it. We're going to go through uh, games, yums and bums, yays and nays, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm not sure if you guys ran into this, but there were some low-scoring games throughout fantasy football land, which did cause some close matchups. I myself lost by mere decimals in one game. We'll talk about it. I got some vampire stuff. I got some guillotine stuff. Uh, even some flag football stuff. Uh, so without uh, further ado, let's just get into it, guys. Uh, I know last week I probably, or last time I did, what was it, two weeks ago, Ralph was a little under the weather. Uh, I I finished in record time, so we'll see if I can match that. Because you all got stuff to do. I get it. But with Ralph not here to interrupt me, it it goes by quick. Uh, I mentioned flag football. Uh, It's going to be an Olympic sport in 2028. So that's going to be pretty exciting. My boys are excited. Um, so not this round of, uh, summer Olympics, but next round. Uh, so that'll be fun, uh, to see your favorite football stars live in uh, a flag football. Um, also speaking of flag football, crazy segue, I know, uh, but my boys, they had their final, uh, regular season game on Sunday and we won. We won, uh, quite Handily, actually, we were up at halftime, and uh, we didn't look back. Um, 
I was finally able to get my A-team together, which was my three boys, uh, along with a kid named James, uh, who's very good, and then Izzy, Isabella. Uh, she's a bulldog rushing that passer. Um, so I was finally get them together uh, for a full half on offense and on defense. Um, I've had to you know, beg, borrow, and steal with my lineups. I've had, you know, a kid not show up, so I've had to do rotations. So I finally said, you know what? I'm going to have these guys on the same uh, offense and defense and see what happens. And actually, so they were my A squad and my B squad. Um, they did pretty well too. Um, Mabel, uh, she's our, our soccer player who's missed a couple weeks because of soccer. She's quick, and she loves to rush the passer. Um, first handoff of the game, she took it to the house. Uh, so that was the kind of game it was going to be. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, even though we won, we finished 2-3 and three out of the playoffs. But we can hang our hat on the fact that we uh, only gave up the third fewest points out of eight teams. So we, uh, we had some lockdown defense. We had a lot of missed opportunities on offense. Um, but, uh, next week is, uh, our last game. Um, and you know, I, uh, I always talk about being the coach that always plays everyone evenly. Um, I, you know, I don't play our best players more. I will always believe at this age, you know, it's not always about winning. It's about having fun. It's about playing. It's about getting the experience. And I always say the parents paid a good chunk of money to have their kids play, so they're going to want to see them on the field, not just sitting there. Because I've seen teams not play kids at all and just play uh, play their best players. Um, so it was a, a lot of fun watching them play this weekend. Uh, going up right away and not looking back, it was awesome. So again, we uh, one more game left this Sunday. Um, and I'm having all the kids come up with a play that highlights them as either a QB, a running back, or a wide receiver. Uh, I did it last year. And they loved it. And we actually had a play that worked. I'm sure I've said this before, but one kid had a pretty great play with a lot of crossing routes. And we just kept using that play and uh, with some success. So stay tuned next week to hear how we did. Uh, not in the playoffs, but um, still we're ending on a positive note. So there you have it. Traeger. Traeger the cigar. I'm going to have a sip of my bourbon. Bear with me real quickly. You hear that, guys? On the rocks, just how I like it. Splash of water. All right, let's start with some games. Uh, Ralph, how about I go, I'll start. I'll go Broncos at Chiefs. Is that okay? You're not here. It doesn't matter. We had the Broncos losing to the Chiefs. Chiefs being the Broncos, whatever you want to call it. 19 to 8. Uh, they're all going in different directions. One's 5 and 1, one's 1 and 5. One's uh, terrible, one's uh, not too bad. I think you can figure out which one's which. Yums and bums time for uh, Denver. And again, I'm going to go quick. Uh, Cortland Sutton was a yum. He had the only touchdown for the Broncos, had the most receptions, most targets, most yards, and most touchdowns. Uh, bum would be Jerry Judy. Five targets, only uh, three catches for him. Paltry, 14 yards. I hear he's on the trading block. I think the trading deadline is uh, Halloween, so we'll see if some deals get done. Uh, as far as the Chiefs go, Travis Kelsey. Uh, I I forget if um, Taylor Swift was at this game or not. I don't remember. Um, but he had nine for nine. Nine targets, nine catches, 124 yards. Ralph would know if, if Taylor Swift was there, but he's not here to ask, so... Um, so he had a great game, caught all his targets, had the most targets, had the most everything except touchdowns. If he would have scored a touchdown, this would have been amazing. Uh, I'm going to go bum, uh, Pat Mahomes actually only mustering one touchdown through the air, um, throwing it over 300 yards. So, and he also had a pick. So you kind of want to see some touchdowns go along with those 300 yards, but he only had the one, um, Whatever, they got the win. Uh, next up, Ravens-Titans. This game was in jolly old England. Uh, this was the last game of the England series. Now they're going to move on to Mexico. I think there's going to be a game in Germany. 
so they're going everywhere. It's awesome. The Ravens beat the Titans 24-16. to For the winning team, my guy Zay Flowers got his first touchdown as a pro, along with six catches and 50 yards. So that was awesome to see. Um, Andrews only mustered four catches on six targets. He'd be my bum. I want to see him getting 10, 10 plus targets. Can we make that happen? I want to see that happen. Please. Uh, for the losers, losers, try their best. Winners go home with the prom queen. Um, Derrick Henry had a good game. 97 yards. One tutty. Um, and then Nuke, I got to say, one catch for 20 yards on five targets. Please get Nuke involved. Oh, I forgot a stat. I forgot a stat. You guys love my stats. The the Chiefs have a fun stat. Um, you ready for this? Uh, last year through six games in 2022, the Chiefs had 2,294 offensive yards. This year through six games, again, we're in 2023, the Chiefs had 2,294 yards. They had the same amount of yards through six games. Both seasons, pretty awesome. Uh, as for the Titans, Malik Willis came in because Ryan Tannehill rolled his ankle. Poor guy, he might be out for a bit. But Malik Willis has played one quarter so far this year and has been sacked as many times as Baker Mayfield all season at four. So that's pretty crazy. Uh, and then the Ravens, if you remember last week, in week five, they had eight crazy drops. If you look back at all the games, all the drops by games... I remember week eight, they had five, or week five, they had eight. They have eight all season. Uh, so week five was definitely uh, what you call an anomaly. So it was a one-off, as you call them, too. We got all a one-off. Next, we got the Comanches visiting the Falcons. The Comanches come away with a win. They are three and two, by golly. Falcons also. No, the Falcons, I'm kidding, are three and three. No, they're both three and three. I can't read. It's all that bourbon. I'm, I'm blaming the bourbon. Uh, for the winners, we have our first one, 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 and it's from none other than the Swiss Army Knife, Antonio Gibson. One reception on one target, one yard, and it was a touchdown. The old one, 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 and one. Ralph, I'm sorry you weren't here to have the one, 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 and one. Um, we'd be celebrating right now. Uh, so congratulations, Antonio Gibson, on the 1-1, one, 1-1. One, one and, one. Um, and that's really all the news for the Comanches. Uh, for the Falcons, though, Drake, London, and Desmond Ritter, they got a little thing going now. He had 12 targets. He had nine catches for 125 yards. Uh, Bijan, on the other hand, was a big, fat bumski. Um, sure, he had five catches or 43 yards, whatever. But he had the same amount of carries as Algier, but he had 14 less yards. So, come on now. You guys got to figure that stuff out. And then for the Falcons, uh, class act, I'll call him, Calais Campbell, recorded his 100th sack of his career. Well-deserved. Uh, he's a great guy. Um, I say that like I've met him, but uh, he's pretty great. So in celebration of that... Uh, he's donating a thousand or hundred thousand dollars to teachers in each of the four cities he's played in. And Ralph, can you guess which four? I'll wait. Listeners, can you guess which four? That's right. Jacksonville, Phoenix, Baltimore, and Atlanta. So it's all part of something he's calling his hundred sack give back initiative. Uh, that he's launched. So congratulations, Calais Campbell. Could not have happened to a nicer lad. Uh, moving on, we had the Seahawks visiting the Bengals, and the Bengals coming away victorious. Uh, Bengals are now 3-3. Three and three. I mean, they're a start-slow team. They did it last year. Obviously, you know how that ended. Um, so, I mean, good for them for finding a way back. We got Joe Burrow healthy now, which is awesome. We got Joe Mixon, though. Only 12 carries, only 38 yards. So if you're depending on Joe Mixon, you can say with me, what a bum. Ski. Uh. And then I'll give it to Tyler Boyd. 
Uh, seven catches, one for a touchdown on seven targets. So that's pretty yummy if you're a Tyler Boyd fan. If you're a Teagans fan, though, also a bumski. Um, and then uh, a yum for Kenneth Walker, three catches, 62 yards on the ground, and a touchdown. He was the lone bright spot. Geno Smith had two INTs. That's a big fat yuck. Moving on, the Colts. Visiting the Jags, the Jags beat up those poor Colts. Um, Gardner Minshew just looked lost. He had three interceptions, uh, only one touchdown. That went to Josh Downs. That kid's having a decent year. Uh, But Pittman, uh, lone standout. Um, Nine for 109 on 14 targets. So you love seeing their number one. Get number one, uh, get number one work. So 14 targets for the number one guy. Zach Moss was next with seven targets. Uh, actually, Josh Downs at eight, I lied. Uh, and then for the winners, Travis Etienne, all over that touchdown line. He had two tutties. Uh, good to see. Uh, and then uh, Calvin Ridley, though, had eight targets, only caught four for 30. So you get a yum, you get a bum. That's how it works. It's yums and bums. It's yays and nays. We like yums and bums. Um, Anthony Richardson's year is over. Uh, the Colts are going the cautious route. Um, they've learned from their, I don't know if they made mistakes with Andrew Luck or not, but maybe they've learned from their experience. Um, so Richardson is now in the IR. He's getting surgery on his shoulder. His uh, rookie year stats are awful, a lot like Trey Lance's rookie year. Richardson had 84 pass attempts, 25 rushing attempts, 109 total touches. Lance had 71 passes, 38 rushing, 109 total. Interesting. And um, they were all within about 40 touches of their college careers as well. So they just have not played a lot of football. They need more experience. So hopefully all you Richardson truthers don't have him going the way of Trey Lance. That would not be fun. Next, we have the Carolina Losers going against the Miami Winners. Uh, The Dolphins even said, hey, Carolina, we'll give you 14 points. Carolina rattled off 14 points in the first and uh, pretty much did nothing after. Um, So the Dolphins doubled up on the Panthers, 42 to 21. I mean, Thielen, he is that security blanket for Bryce. Um, 11 catches, 115 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he is doing exactly what I figured he would be. He'd be that dependable, old, reliable, always open, 13 targets, 11 catches. So good to see Thielen, um, what is he, like 40, 41, something like that, uh, being that, uh, that little binky uh, for Bryce Young. Speaking of Bryce Young, he averaged 5.7 yards uh, for his passing. That needs to get better, sir. Let's make that better. Please, we're depending on you. Meanwhile, uh, nothing really went wrong for the Dolphins, except for that first quarter where they didn't score, but they made up for it in the uh, other three quarters. Uh, Mostert had the big game. We'll give this a big fat yumski. He had two touchdowns on the ground, 115 yards. He also had a touchdown. Trudier, Hill, Waddle also with touchdowns. Um, do you know Mostert is 31 years old? He's been in this league for a while. Um, he has scored 39% of his career rushing touchdowns in the first six weeks of this season. If Ralph was here, he'd had me repeat that because he wouldn't be paying attention. But um, Mostert is leading the NFL right now with nine rushing touchdowns in the first six weeks. That is absurd, especially... With what Achan did before he got hurt. He's got 23 rushing touchdowns in his career after today. He has 14 touchdowns in 75 games prior to this season. Um, I mean, I don't think that qualifies for comeback player of the year, but I mean, that's pretty awesome for Mostert. So congratulations. Uh, and then Tyreek Hill had um, 163 yards today which gives him an NFL record 814 in the first six games. I got to tell you, though, if J.J. was healthy, 
he'd be at like 900 by now. Speaking of, here's the Vikings. They get a win, a much-needed win. They're now 2-4. and four. Uh, Detroit, they got you right where they want you. Watch out. They beat the Bears, the lowly Bears, the Justin Fields-less Bears. Uh, Justin Fields hurt his thumb. I uh, popped out a socket. He popped it back in. Now he can't grip a football. Enter Tyson Badgett. I will say that again. I bet, I bet this. If I would have told you last week to name Justin Fields' backup, you would not know who the hell Tyson Badgett was. Unless you're a big Bears fan or a Tyson Badgett fan. Uh, he was an Akron Zip, by the way. Uh, Ralph should know that. Um, but for the Vikings, their rushing game, booty, oh, it's still bad. Um, why don't we give Cam Akers more play? Akers had one rush for eight yards. That's an eight-yard average. Meanwhile, Madison only averaged 2.4 yards. Just terrible. And then Addison, congrats, kid. Uh, he had a, a touchdown. Uh, and there's nothing good to say about the Bears. They've lost 10 straight home games, four home losses away from the NFL record, and Matt Eberflus, aside from having a pretty funny last name, is now 8-4 and four against the NFC North. Matt Eberflus, ladies and gentlemen. Um, next up, we have the Niners beating the Browns. Just kidding. Everybody thought it was going to happen, but these Browns, let me tell you something, kids. These Browns have an amazing defense, and they showed it off in this game. I'll get to their defense after yums and bums. Um, we've got no yums on this team for the, the, the Niners. Purdy threw for 125 yards, one measly touchdown to McCaffrey, and an INT. He did not have a great game. These Browns locked down. The Niners. Uh, P.J. Walker, meh, two INTs. Deshaun Watson can't get right. Uh, he may be out still again. Uh, but Amari Cooper had four for 108. Um, but, yeah, Brock Purdy lost his first regular season start after winning his first 10. Um, the record for most wins without a loss to start a career still belongs to Big Ben with 15. Uh, I don't know if that's ever going to be broken, to be honest with you. That's... Um, that's got to be right place, right time for that to happen. Um, and then uh, McCaffrey now has scored a touchdown in 15 straight games. Might end if he gets hurt. I don't know if they'll still count it or not. Not sure how that works. But the Browns have given up 1,002 yards through five games this season. That's the fewest any NFL team has given up through five games in over 50 friggin' Years their defense is no joke. Miles Garrett is amazing. Uh, speaking of amazing, I've got Texans beating the Saints. CJ Stroud has the Texans at three and three right now. If you would have asked me at the beginning of the season what the Texans record would be after six games. Maybe one and five, maybe two and four, but not three and three. So good job to CJ Stroud. They are rallying behind this kid. They love him in the locker room. He has, I read, about 25 to 30 different handshakes uh, for all his players, all his teammates. Outstanding. Uh, what's not outstanding is Damian Pierce's 34 yards on the ground. That was yuck. Uh, so their running game, it's like... Ebbs and flows. One week, decent. Next week, barf. Uh, but Nico Collins had four for 80. Dalton Schultz had a touchdown. And Robert Woods had a, a touchdown as well. Bobby Trees, we call him. Bobby Trees with some TDs. Uh, the lone bright spot would be uh, Kamara, I'd say. He had 80, or what is that, 68 yards on the ground and also seven catches. Uh, so he is being used very well. I still don't like that Taysom Hill had seven catches for 49 yards. That's taken fruit off the plate for Kamara. And then with their win, the Texans have matched their win total from last season. Last season, they were 313-1. and one. 
Now they're three and three. So what a difference getting uh, the right coach and getting a, a good quarterback makes. So uh, things are definitely looking up for those Texans. Uh, next up, we have the Patriots at the Raiders. Rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. Uh, Jimmy G. John Lyons got a broken back. He left the game. Uh, Brian Hoyer came in in relief. Josh Jacobs rushed for 25 times, 77 yards. And the rookie, Michael Mayer, five catches, 75 yards. Um, so he's starting to uh, be all reliable at six targets. Uh, that was second most on the team. So uh, I've got some uh, some shares of old Michael Meyer, Mayer, whatever. Uh, I'm so happy to see him succeed. Uh, Mac Jones not succeeding. These uh, Patriots are one in five right now. They are hurting. Their offense is not helping their cause. Um, Stevens and Elliott both had a touchdown, but uh, Kendrick Bourne, 10 catches for 89 yards. He was the lone bright spot of those receivers. And Malik Cunningham, uh, he actually was active. Bailey Zappi, inactive. Malik Cunningham, active. Interesting. And then Max Crosby, we love Max Crosby. Um, he played every defensive snap yesterday for the third straight week and ended the game with a safety. It's a heck of a game. Now listen to this, kids. You ready for this stat? You know I love my stats. Again, he played every defensive snap for the third straight week. No other defensive lineman in the NFL this season has played 100% a defensive snaps in a single game, and Max Crosby has done it in three straight. He's just got an engine that don't stop. It don't quit. Can't stop, won't stop. He's too legit, too legit to quit. Uh, next up, hey, Ralph, I'll take the Lions over the Buccaneers. 20-6, uh, to six, the Lions on top. Buc Every time I hear Buccaneers, I always think of Third Rock from the Sun. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this show. Um, John Lithgow, French Stewart, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Kristen Stewart, I think was her name too, Jane Curtin. Um, there was a Halloween party, and uh, John Lithgow's character, I forget his name, Hal, Gary, I don't remember his name, uh, but he was dressed as a pirate. And Jane Curtin's character asked him where his buccaneers were. And he said, under my bucking hat. So I always love that line. I always think of that when I think of the buccaneers. And whenever I see John Lithgow. Well, I think of him as the, um, God, what was it called? He was, uh, he was on Dexter for a, a season or two. He was a, a, a serial killer on Dexter. That I'm going to have to rewatch Dexter. He was great in Dexter, by the way. John Lithgow. Amazing. Uh, I digress. The uh, running game for the Lions was booty. Uh, Montgomery is out. He's probably out a couple of weeks. He's got some rib cartilage issue. Uh, so that's got to heal. So hopefully we can get Jameer Gibbs back in the game. That would be amazing. Uh, I'm on Rossi Brown. 12 for 124 in a tutty. Jamo had a touchdown as well. Good for him. And then uh, on the losing side, same with the uh, the Lions. The Buccaneers just cannot run the ball. Rashad White at 7 for 26. Keyshawn Vaughn, we won't even talk about it. Uh, but the lone bright spot, aside from the two field goals, was Chris Godwin, 6 for 77. Uh, so... Not looking good for the Buccaneers. Now, for the fourth time in franchise history, the Lions have not allowed an opponent to gain 100 rushing yards in any of the first six games of a season. Fourth time in franchise history that's happened. You want to know the other three? You guys will never guess. The last time it happened was in 1930, 1931, and 1932. So they were about due. Their defense is, uh, is catching on. And then also, this is the first time since week 11 of 1993 that the Lions have held a share of the NFL's best record this late into a season. I think it's safe to say they're having their best year in uh, quite a while, uh, but I still have a bet of 20 bucks with Waylon that the Vikings will have a better record. 
Vikings haven't played them yet, so they haven't played any divisional games yet. Um, so they'll be able to rattle off six wins right there in the division. Uh, another really bad offense uh, is going to be the Cardinals. Um, without Murray, uh, without Connor, uh, they're, they're hurting a little bit. Michael Wilson, bright spot, 62 yards, the rookie, getting open. Only caught three, though. Uh, and their running game without Connor is, is not good. Uh, Imari DiMercato, Keontae Ingram, nobody can do anything. Booty. Uh, but on the other side, these Rams, you got a healthy cup. They're up to 3-3 three and three now. They're making some noise. Uh, Kyron Williams ran for 158, one touchdown, uh, but he got hurt. I think it was his ankle. So he may be out a couple weeks. I think their bye week is week 10. He may come back after the bye week. Oof. Oof. Man, if you drafted him last year and uh, you just had him riding on your taxi squad like I did in a couple leagues, and then you promoted him, and now he's hurt. That, that kind of hurts. So uh, get well, Kyron Williams. Zach Evans was a big uh, was a big waiver wire pickup. He'll be their number one guy. And then uh, Cooper Cup. All he does is catch balls. Seven for one forty eight and a touchdown. So he's the the yum to Puka's bum. Uh, only four for twenty six. On the aforementioned Kyron Williams. Here's a fun stat. He did not face eight-plus defenders in the box on any of his 20-plus carries for the second time this season. No other player has won such of a game. So they're not respecting him at all. Um, He gained a career-high 126 yards on 13 carries outside the tackles against the Cardinals. Made him pay outside. Made him pay outside. Next up, we got an upset special. We got the Jets beating the Eagles. What? What? There are now no undefeated teams. Uh, The Miami team, uh, the Dolphins, they all cracked a bottle of champagne like they do every year when the last unbeaten team falls. Uh, There's still a good chunk of them alive, so... Uh, congratulations to them. Um, I mean, where do I start? Swift is not running the ball swiftly. Obviously, Hertz is taking a lot of carries from him, but Swift only had 10 for 18. Not good. He did have eight catches, though, and a touchdown on through the air, so that helped. Uh, but A.J. Brown, again, 7 for 131. He caught a dime from Hertz on the sideline, got both feet in. It was a dime. Uh, But in the end, the Jets are victorious. I didn't watch a lot of it, but uh, somehow they came away with a win, and they did it with only one touchdown. Go fig. And that touchdown was Brees Hall on the ground. Congratulations. And Garrett Wilson, 12 targets, caught eight. Um, But there's a lot. I got a lot to say about this game. Not a lot, but... For the first time in franchise history, the Jets beat the Eagles. The Texans are now the only team in the NFL that has not beaten every other team at least once. They're still 0 for against the Eagles and 0 for against my Vikings. Um, and the Eagles did sign Julio Jones to a one-year deal. He's a seven-time Pro Bowler. He leads all active NFL players in both receiving yards and receptions. He's got 903 receptions, and he's got over 13,600 receiving yards. So he could reach 14,000. I believe he would be the fastest to reach. I don't know if I read this right, but he'd be the fastest to reach 14,000 if he does it this year. So uh, that's what? 370 yards? He can do that. I did that in my head, guys. That was easy. Um, and then against the team from uh, the city really love, Quinnen and Quincy Williams became the first siblings to record a takeaway in the same game since Aaron and EJ Henderson in 2010. I'm going to guess that was the Vikings. Makes sense. I, they were both on the Vikings. That sounds about right. So 
Congrats to the Williams brothers. And then here's a, a final stat. Zach Wilson has won 11 games with the Jets. In six of them, he did not throw a touchdown, this game included. In three of the other five, he threw for under 155 yards. In one of the other two, he had one touchdown and two interceptions. But the win against the Titans <laughs> was, was pretty great. So I guess congratulations. That's what happens when you've got a really good defense. Um, next up, Giants and Bills. This, my friends, I was expecting the Bills to get right. I was expecting the Bills to drop a 50 spot on these Giants. I was expecting the Bills to dominate this game. They didn't score any points till the fourth friggin' quarter. And they almost lost because there was a last-second throw from Taylor to Waller that was incomplete. But holy Christ, you guys, 14-9 was the final score. The Bills win, barely. Josh Allen only had 169 yards through the air, only ran for 11 yards. He had two touchdowns, one INT. Um, James Cook had 71 yards rushing. That wasn't bad. No catches, though. No targets, even. Um, Diggs had 10 for 100. That's an even 10-yard average. Pretty easy. And then congratulations to Quentin Morris. Had his first, uh, I believe it was his first target, even. The tight end rookie was last year, second year. First target is a touchdown. Congratulations. Uh, the one lone bright spot for the Giants was Justin Pugh, guard for the Giants. They do the inter in introductions. You know, sometimes they'll say they're high school. You know, I would say Dave Dvorak, Valley View Elementary School, something funny like that. But Justin Pugh says, Justin Pugh, straight off the couch. <laughs> it was awesome. It was his first game since being elevated off the practice squad. So he goes from the couch to practice squad, starting lineup, and now I believe he's an active starter. So good for him. And then we had our Monday night game, uh, which also proved to be kind of a crappy game. Um, it started out great. 7-7. There were uh, touchdowns happened right away to start the game. Uh, but then we kind of faltered a wee bit till the fourth quarter. In the end, we have the Cowboys beating the Los Angeles Chargers or the Clippers or the San Diego Superchargers. Uh, so in the end, at 20 to 17, uh, Tony Pollard has a dismal day. Uh, he did have one, I mean, he had a 60-yard catch that helped his stats quite a bit. Uh, he had six for 80. Um, if he would have been stopped, he'd be at like six for 20-ish um, through the air. He only had 30 yards rushing. Dak had a touchdown on the ground. He also threw one to Brandon Cooks. Uh, but C.D. Lamb, C.D.'s nuts, seven for 117. For the winners, for the losers, Eckler, coming back off injury, uh, could not muster too much against uh, Dallas's stout defense. Uh, that's the word of the day, stout. I'm not talking beers. I'm talking tough. I'm talking blue collar, shot collar. Uh, Keenan Allen, 7 for 85 and a touchdown, 11 targets. Um, there were a couple chances Justin Herbert had in hitting some big plays. He just missed Josh Palmer on a deep pass. He just missed Keenan Allen on a deep pass, just like slight overthrows, uh, those definitely would have changed uh, the trajectory of the game if he would have just taken a little bit of mustard off of those throws. Um, but he ends this game, has a career record of 27 and 27. Um, so you got to wonder if that's an indictment on 
him as a quarterback. Because uh, I know throughout his tenure, uh, they have lost a lot of close games. Um, is it coaching? Uh, we don't know. But what I can tell you, since 2020, uh, when Herbert entered the league, no quarterback has thrown more fourth quarter interceptions than Justin Herbert. So that is most definitely on him. So we'll pause here. I've got a few more things to talk about, uh, and then we'll get you on with the rest of your evening. Uh, we'll be back in two and two. Second half leads us off with Nas. Hip hop is dead. Oh, that's a jam. That is a jam and a half. That'll beat any Taylor Swift song, any uh, silly song that Ralph decides to put on. You can't beat Nas. Man, he's good. So good. Um, So yums and moms are done. Um, I've got a few uh, leagues to talk about. Um. One is the Vampire League. Uh, this is the one where I am the vampire. I drafted everybody. I made up a team of undrafted players that the first 11 teams took, so didn't have much to choose from. Um, this last week, uh, week six, I had gone over... I went back and forth on a couple starting positions. Um, I've got Purdy and I got Howell. I, you know, just was trying to decide on that. I had McLaughlin and Hubbard, you know, trying to decide on those two. And then I had Shahid, Palmer, or Rice, you know, trying to figure out uh, which one, you know, Rashi, Rice, Josh Palmer, or Rashid, Shahid. Um, so in the end, I uh, I stuck to my guns to what I had done the previous week. And I went Purdy, who ended up scoring 7.7 points. Howell. Scored 18.3. So there's an L right there. I picked McLaughlin, who scored 5.2. Chuba hubba bubba. 
scored 15.5. There's a big fat L right there. And then I went with Palmer and Rice, who had 8 points and 9.2 respectively. Shahid had 17.3. So there's another big fat L that I took. I ended up losing 108.2 to 88.1. I lost by 20.1 points. Had I went with the other three, Daddy would have won. And I could have stolen a player. I could have, you know, enacted my uh, vampire abilities and I could have taken a player. Um, but in the end, uh, I end up losing. I'm now one and five. Uh, two other vampire teams are now three and three. Um, so my first vampire experience is not going my way. But I will say, in my defense, um, I am in the highest, uh, most experienced conference. I will say that. Uh, so they are more experienced players. Uh, it's a, the, a tougher conference. They drafted a lot better. They drafted better players. Um, so you didn't see a lot of good players slipping like what happened in the first two conferences where some of those vampires actually got decent players. Um, so, to be fair, I'm in a tougher conference. I'm not making excuses or anything, but I was hoping to do better. Um, this week, it's going to be it's gonna be dicey. I mean, I, I did uh, win last week, and I took McCaffrey. He ended up leaving. He hurt his oblique. Which, if you don't know what your oblique is, start working out because uh, it's right, uh, right behind your thigh muscle. Just kidding. I know your oblique is your, your abdominals on the sides. Um, so hopefully he comes back because uh, I could really use him. I would like to maybe get a run going where I do win a few weeks uh, because the best or the vampire with the best record uh, wins the little vampire pot. So I would really like to win that vampire pot. Um, so I've definitely got my work cut out for me. Um, next up, let's talk guillotine. We love guillotine. I, next, I always say I'm going to be in more than one guillotine league. Me and Ralph have been in this one um, for three years now. Question mark? Ralph, how's it been? Two or three years? I think it's been three. Um, but week six got a bit dicey for your boy. Um, got a little hairy there for a second. My, uh, my, my guys didn't quite produce how I figured they would. Uh, but in the end, my 99.66 was enough to carry me through to week seven. Lucky me. Um, so I had 99.66. The lowest week went to Team Lil Ponies, who had 78.44. So I've been lucky. You know, I went big with uh, Josh Allen one week. So I've got him. Um, I think I've got Hill. I doubled up on tight ends. So, yeah. Um, and then with the guillotine, the lowest points that week, it's not cumulative. Lowest points is gone. Their players go into free agency. Um, so the big ticket free agents this week were Kamara and Saquon Barkley. And they went for 38 and 30, respectively. Uh, then it was Mike Evans and uh, Jameer Gibbs and DK Metcalf rounded out the top five. All went for over seventeen bucks. Um, I have uh, fifty six bucks left, and I think only four teams have more left than I do. Uh, there are a couple teams that are dealing with some buys this week. Uh, one guy doesn't have a quarterback. He's his well, his quarterback's on a buy this week, so he's got to pick one up. Um, so maybe he'll notice that. Maybe he won't. I don't know. I'm not going to bring it up. Um, 
but uh, I don't have any bias to deal with. Uh, so here's hoping I can advance another week without picking up anybody. Um, and then in the end, hey, babe, you steal, you're going to steal my ice cream? Well, it's our ice cream. You can have a few Thanks. scoops. That's pretty good. It's delicious. It's, it's a little salty, don't you think? That's the pie crust. That's the pie crust. So there's a, a creamery. In Hopkins. What's it called? A to Z Creamery. It's called A to Z Creamery. They do specialty ice creams. Small batch. Small batch. They're like a, a distillery. They make that makes small batch whiskeys and bourbon, they make small batch ice cream. And you got to get there right away when it's released and uh, you can get yourself a pint. So I'm a fan of French silk pie. It's my favorite sweet treat. They made, what was it called? Silk panties? Silk pajamas. That was close. Silk pajamas. <laughs> Um, so they actually have a, a pie crust in the ice cream along with some, uh, was it marshmallowy stuff? Marshmallow fluff. Marshmallow fluff. And like a multi chocolate ice cream. Yeah. I mean, all that's missing, like I said last night, is the, the, the chocolate pieces that go on top. So. It's worth it though. It's good ice cream. Yeah, it's good ice cream. Follow it, everybody. A to Z Creamery. Hopkins, Minnesota. Not a lot of our listeners are in Minnesota though. Uh, They're lost. Their loss. Maybe they can fly some out? No. No. All right. Well, thanks for stopping by, babe. Anytime. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Anytime. <laughs> um, that was like a commercial for A to Z. <laughs> that was a commercial for A to Z. Trips Right with Ralph and Dave brought to you by A to Z Creamery. That's the show. Now Opkin and Hopkins. A to Z Creamery.com. Look them up online. Uh, so, yeah, I have no buys on my team this week to worry about. Uh, so uh, I'm hoping I can advance without picking up anybody else. I want to save that money the best that I can. Uh, I am going to have to pick up a running back because my running backs are not looking the best. So we shall see what happens. I did have some close games this week. Um, Cats some nail biters. Uh in uh, Waylon's league, uh, my brother-in-law Waylon, we uh, went up against each other, and we had a dead heat going into the Monday night game. Um, he had Pollard, and I had Keenan Allen. Uh, Pollard, I had just missed an end zone grab. Uh, he finished. That was at the end of the game, just out of his reach. Uh, he finished with seventeen points, even. Uh, Keenan Allen got me 21.5, so I ended up beating Waylon, uh, 139.5 to 134.96. I am now 5-1, and one. Uh, and if you'll remember, this is a league in the very beginning, at right before the draft, I drew the 1-1, so obviously it was going to be J.J., and then I made a trade with the guy for 1-2. Uh, so then I went JJ, Jamar Chase, 1-2. and two. Uh, Very happy about that. Now, obviously, JJ's injured. Uh, so hopefully he can come back and start helping me out. And then a couple weeks ago, I made a trade for Kelsey, uh, which was awesome. Uh, so my team is very wide receiver heavy with JJ, with Chase. I got Scary Terry. I got Pittman, I got Debo Samuel, uh, who needs to come back healthy, and I've got uh, Kelsey as uh, as well. So I'm five and one. I believe I lost week one, and I've rattled off five straight games. So that's pretty great. And there's uh, three teams now at five and one. Uh, it's a, a three horse race, pretty much. Um, so. Here's hoping the injury bug doesn't bite me too hard. Um, I'm still surviving with JJ out. Debo's got to get healthy. Um, so I'll keep you guys posted on how I'm doing in that league. That's a big money league. That's a, a $300 buy-in. Um, and it's a, an empire league. Uh, so you win two in a row. You get the side pot and it's gone. I may just do that in the first two years. Just call it quits. Stay tuned. 
Uh, I've got another league that's called Sports Degenerates, which I definitely am. Um, I overcame a 42-point day from Mostert. We know he had a great game. Um, So 42 points. So I needed all of Dak's Monday night points. Um, He got me 34.9. I ended up winning 205 point. I'm sorry, 208.5 to 205.85. Numbers are tough. I improved to four and two. That's good for fifth. Um, there is one six and O team, and then there's three five and one teams. So it's loggerheads at the top. Uh, but on the flip side, there are two O and six teams and four two and four teams. So uh, definitely. Feast or famine in that league, um, but I am on the feast side, so that's uh, pretty exciting. Uh, but my closest game by far, uh, it's called the league with no name. I going into this week, week six, I am a bruised and battered one in four. Um, injuries. Uh, also, with the schedule, I had the most points against, I believe. And uh, I'm putting up points, but I'm just getting outscored big time. Uh, I went against the 4-1 and one team. So here's what happened. I had Dak going on Monday night. My opponent had CD's nuts also going. So right there, every time I get points for Dak, or every time he gets points for C.D. Lamb, I get points for Dak, whether it's passing or a touchdown, whatever. So I knew going in that it'd be close. Here's what happened. Fast forward to the end of the game. If you remember, Dak had thrown a pass to Cooks for 11 yards. That was good for .4 points, And that gave us a gosh darn tie at 121.12 to 121.12. But wait, the game wasn't over. Cowboys were up, but they had to run the clock out. So Dak had to kneel twice. And each kneel is a negative 0.1. And there were two kneels. I ended up losing 121.12 to 120.91. So heartbreaking. I got a lot of sympathy in that league. Um, And immediately after, I announced fire sale. (laughs) I'm just going to blow it up. I'm sick of looking at that team. Uh, That close loss just sent me out the deep end. So um, I'm uh, fielding trade offers. Uh, I did make a trade uh, with Kurt in uh, Devi something. It's a, the only Devi league that I'm in. I'm 5-1 uh, and one in that league. I'm doing pretty well. I'm very um, NFL player heavy, not so much Devi heavy. Um, and uh, he had offered... ETN for my uh, first and second uh, for next year. So I figure, why not? I'll just stay pro-heavy and uh, ride that for a bit and uh, see if any of my incoming rookies can help out. Uh, But yeah, in this league, not good. So fire sale, everybody must go. Uh, definitely a heartbreaker. And uh, it's time to uh, crash for Caleb, we'll call it. Um, so I think a lot of teams are going to be crashing for Caleb. There's quite a few leagues I'm doing that. And one league I'm 0-6, or two leagues actually I'm 0-6. Um, but I'm doing a competitive tank. If you do it right, it's competitive. Like I picked up... Um, PJ Walker, I picked up Tyrod Taylor, you know, in one of the leagues, you have a thousand dollars in free agency bucks. So I bid 200 bucks on PJ Walker just to get him just to show 
you know, I'm not uh, outright going to, you know, play a quarterback who's injured or who's on a bye. So I'll put P.J. Walker in. I'll put Tyrod Taylor in. Still going to finish over. Still going to get Caleb Williams. So, um, yeah, a competitive tank. Or you know what I mean. Not an outright tank, but I sold off a lot of pieces, a lot of first-round picks. Um, Crash for Caleb. Um, Speaking of Caleb, Caleb Williams, um, he's been making all kinds of NFL news while still in college. Um, First, he uh, was saying he's going to, what was he saying? He's going to stay in college uh, for one more year, depending on what team finished with the number one pick. So if he didn't like the team, he would stay at USC. Then I think he came out with a list of, what, maybe five or six teams that he'd actually play for. Uh, And then now he just came out saying that uh, he wants um, an ownership share of whatever team drafts him. He, uh, He wants that generational wealth. And, I mean, if he can get it, more power to him. You know, I would love to have some generational wealth, you know, pass some stuff on to my kids. Um, I think that would uh, be pretty great. Um, I think... uh, What am I doing? I got to tap dance a little bit. See, I'm on... Spotify, but my Spotify has ads. I'm not as cool as Ralph is. Um, and it won't even let me fast forward the ads either. Um, so that's pretty much the uh, the end of the podcast. Next week, uh, you know, we got Ralph back, hopefully. Uh, I'll be back in the, the warm confines of his garage, my garage. It's pretty darn clean for the most part. I think this weekend I'm gonna give it a nice, uh, give it a nice once over. Uh, maybe mow the lawn one more time. Got some fall fertilizer done. I talked about that two weeks ago. Scott's fall fertilizer working like a charm. Um, yeah, so there you have it. Now another ad. How many ads are there? This is this is silly. This is just silly. Um. Yeah, that's not going to work either. Maybe I can find that league. Well, this is great radio, isn't it? You know, you guys can feel free to stop it now. I'm still going to do my due diligence and and play uh, Rage Out, People of the Sun. Um, Danny, if you're listening, set your lineup. Hopefully you're listening. All right, here we go. Ready for this? We're doing it. There it is. You guys know this song. We're going to play you out. All right. Well, thanks again for listening. This was Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. Um, We do this for you guys. We love you guys. That's a little loud. Rookie move. Yeah. So, um, Ralph, we'll see you next week. Guys, if you have any ideas, let us know if there's something you want to talk about. If you want... You know, if you're knee-deep in a playoff race and you need a push, you got to buy somebody, let us know. If if your team's collapsing and you want to crash for Caleb and you, you got you got some, uh, some items you want to move, let us know. We love helping you. We love sharing in your successes. And we just love you. So, again, thanks for listening. And as always, we'll do better next week. Bye, friends.